0: Good evening everybody and welcome to another episode here of Airgun Web TV. I'm glad you guys keep joining us uh join us again tonight. Um tonight's going to be an interesting show. I hope you guys are ready to talk about some things that uh we don't really talk a lot about here on the show. Primarily we're going to be talking about um Umrex and their arrow shooters. That's kind of a big topic that I want to get on today. Um we do talk airgun hunting, so you know, obviously, we're going to that's going to be the focus of this, but I really want to talk about uh, you guys' thoughts on how you know, how if a, even arrow shooters at all fit into your air gun repertoire. Um, so that's going to be what our topic is tonight. We'll be talking about some other stuff as well. And I've, I've, as always, we'll be um, looking to uh, we got no data again, are we um. Hey Dave, um, can you let me know if we've got audio? Because I'm got audio here, but I'm getting errors again on YouTube. Just want to double check before we uh, get going. We had this problem last last time where we had an issue with audio. All right, so now we've got excellent connection. All right, well, hey, um, excellent. (laughs) I I love when it tells me I have no audio data going and um, then I don't know what to do other than, anyway, so I will, maybe I can get my wife up there and she can let me know. When we me get the things get things started. Anyway, let's just start over. So when my sister goes to edit this, she can just start from here. Guys, thanks for joining us again here at Airgun Web TV live. Uh, let's talk to airguns uh, tonight. We're going to be getting into um, kind of a topic. I'm, I actually want to know what you guys think about about this. I was not a uh, I'll call it a believer. I was not a subscriber to arrow shooting airguns. I I just. I didn't get it. I didn't know. I, I, anyway, um, my opinion has changed over the years. Um, my very first opportunity to go um, hunt with, a, uh, with an air gun that shot arrows was with the Aerventuri Airbolt and the Dragon Claw. And that was a, uh, a very, very awesome experience. Got to take a pig that that was some many many years ago so uh that kind of began to change my opinion just in general with regards to with regard with regards to arrow shooting air guns and we've seen a lot of these come out and uh umrex brought out a couple a couple years ago and again I I sort of was very skeptical about Mm, I'm not sure. And then I got to shoot some of them, and I became a real fan. So that's going to be the first thing I want to chat about today. Um, kind of get an idea from what you guys, uh, have you guys tell me what you think about the arrow shooting air gun. So let's go ahead and start over here. I've got, um, let me get back over here to, I'm on umerexusa.com here. So this gun here, this is their new, air saber elite and i'm bringing this stuff up because i just got i just got in in fact it came in today the air saber elite x2 i've got the air javelin pro and also as far as the hunting goes excuse me i've got the new gauntlet 30 cal in so we've got some very cool we've got some very very cool air guns uh, that we're going to be playing with here at uh, aragon web And then I'm going to be sending some of these arrow guns out to Angie, and she's going to be, uh, I think she's got her, uh, she's got some pigs that have been coming in, and she might be able to do some hunting, which I'm really hopeful that she's going to be able to take a big fat hog uh, with the Air Saber Elite, and maybe some smaller game with the um, Air Javelin Pro. So I'm going to do my work with it, and then I'm going to pack them up and send them on to Angie. So definitely, uh, if you guys haven't subscribed to the new, gateway airguns youtube page please do so link is in the video description so that's going to be pretty cool um yeah okay brian so brian says he thinks they're great if you can use them in your state one of the things i noticed um and i think it was right on this page here so um archery air gun legal uh whitetail state so these, uh, if you want to know up if you want to know what's up in that capacity just this link here maybe i should put Maybe I should go ahead and just put this link in the chat here. So no, it's too long. Let's see. Can I go to there? Let's see if that works. Let's see if that gets you, uh, the link. Yeah, that'll get you to the landing page. Excellent. So that link, excuse me. Uh, that link that I just dropped in there will get you to this landing page. And if you're interested in learning about hunting with arrow-shooting air guns, at least this is a place you can start. looks like they've got some states that it's legal. Of course, the great state of Texas. Thank you, Texas, for letting us do such things. That's um, pretty cool. So, um, yeah, uh, Heath has kind of nailed it. I will tell you that after spending a several days hunting with pellet guns, and then having the opportunity to take a pig with an arrow shot out of a pellet gun, um, that was just, um, it was impressive. I haven't had the opportunity to, to hunt yet with any of the, um, excuse me, with any of the these, these products um, from Umarex. I am going to be, let me see if I can pull up the Air Javelin. Here it is. Mm-hmm this goes excuse me so the air javelin pro and i wonder if i can get to their landing page on that let me see if i can find that oh right there so get the landing page so i'm going to grab this link as well and throw this in the chat so that you guys can pick this up now i do have some of the special arrow broadheads that you can get for the pro um, and excuse me, for the air javelin, and I'm thinking that uh, I'll probably go out and do a little, uh, see if I can take some at least a jackrabbit with such a thing. Um, I'm not sure what my flight time would be. I think holler dove might be a little tough um, because they're going to jump the shot and get out of the way. But uh, I bet you I can take a jackrabbit with this, so I may do that. That would be kind of a cool video. Um, but I think they have it on their homepage too. Okay, so I gave you guys a link to this excuse me, so they are talking, Our Umrex is really talking about this is the year of the air gun hunter, and they're really focusing on that part of the market. So they've got these arrow guns, which, as far as bringing like serious lethality to the table, um, these things are pretty pretty beastly. So I'm looking forward to, to actually getting out and doing some shooting and testing with these. Um, let me see here. Let's go back to Let's see, can I go back to the, no nope. there we go. Um, okay, so let's, I don't know if you guys know how these guns work or if you've ever shot any of these guns, but um, I've, I've got the Air Sabre, um, and I just, as I said earlier, I just got the Elite in, so I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. Um, but the Air Sabre was very accurate, Great, um, great power, uh, great consistency shot to shot, um, and we're talking 450-ish feet per second, um, and that's fast. I mean, that is very fast, so you can be, you know, if you're 25, 35 yards from your game, you're going to be drilling it pretty quickly. I mean, that's going to be pretty awesome. Um, drop a broad head on your arrow, and away you go. Now, they do require um, – that looks like a really cool picture. <laughs> they do require that you use their arrows, which is not a big deal. Um and it's just you just cock it like you would your air gun. It's a PCP powered, so you can refill it. And they were talking like a fairly large shot count. Um 25 shots, and I'm guessing uh I'm guessing that's probably I like how they use effective as the term. I, I bet you there's a bit of a shot curve. We'll let Angie get that data for us when she gets these in, I'm gonna do like range videos and I'll let Angie do the full-on grip reviews so you don't wanna want to miss it. So and I believe Angie's up here with us. Angie, are you up here? Let's see, I'm trying to see if she's up here. There she is, hey there, Angie. Um, yeah, so I'll let Angie pull all this data together so when, when she does her grip review, um, because I think she's gonna have a lot of fun with these. And I again, I think she's gonna have opportunities to go hunting, which is the, uh, um, going to be the going to be the, the thing that I'm, I'm just not going to be set up to do. Um, okay, so uh, Airguns of Idaho, are you getting parts from Jefferson State Airguns? Um, yeah, not right now. Uh, I, I don't have any in stock. I don't know when or if I will be getting any. So um, that that whole project's sort of in, um, that's in uh, just in uh, in limbo right now until they get their manufacturing uh, up to speed, and then we can maybe look at getting some parts again. So so this, the big change between the Air Saber to now the Air Saber Elite is the X2 obviously has uh, two arrows on board. So that's kind of cool if you have a double barrel um, setup. Uh, let's see, we'll go over to the Air Javelin because I think really the bigger the Air Javelin Pro. I think the bigger transformation in functionality uh, is really here. Um, the Air Javelin Pro uh, versus, say, the Air Saber. Air Saber was already high-powered. Was already PCP, no big deal. What they've done with the Pro here is they've introduced a a uh, an HPA cylinder. So you have a cylinder with a gauge. You can barely see it there. On let's see, I've got some pictures. Oh, no, I've got. It. Click on it. Hold on. There we go. What happened? No, I don't want the Glock one. I want this one. There it is. Okay. Yeah, so here you see the gauge. Um, So the previous model was CO2-based. I don't know what this is pushing for power. Let's see if they've upgraded it here. So it's regulated tank. Oh, a, a good number of shots that's great and uh, it looks like they're getting more energy i think the last one was 35 to 40 foot pounds we're up to 52 foot pounds so it looks like they've upped the energy which is going to have increased the lethality of this product um and if they can if, if this shoots as well and i'm sure it's going to shoot as well as the original then this is going to be a lot of fun especially for small uh small game hunters that want to go out and take game With this. The other cool thing, and I think Angie would attest to this, um, what's really cool about the arrow guns, if you have the right rest, like I use the uh, bone collector, like high powered um, crossbow um, block to shoot into, is you know, you shoot your arrows, you go up, pull them out of the block, and you just keep shooting. So your ammo is reusable, which is kind of cool that way. And now that you have an HPA tank on board, you're not having to go. And, um, you know, buy CO2 all the time. So this is really cool from a pure small game perspective. I think this is going to be awesome, and I'm looking forward to um, to shooting this. So I didn't know if there were any other comments that you guys or any questions you guys had um, on the arrow guns. I know some people said that they, they like them, they think they're cool. Has anybody out there hunted with these and taken game with it? I'd really like to know that. So if you have please jump on in here and let us know here in the comments. Also, if you have any questions, um, you know, let me know, and uh, and I'll try and pay attention to the chat and jump back into it here. Apologize, we had a bunch of wind and dust and all manner of stuff, and I'm just, got crud I'm dealing with, and then we've had, of all things here, and it's, I guess it is March, so it, it is what it is. But we had snow today, of all things. not Nothing that um, built up at all. But my goodness, we had snow. And yesterday we had uh, hail. So it's been kind of funky weather. So I'm kind of adjusting to that. Um, real quick, let's shift gears. We'll come back to some more Umrek stuff here in a minute. Because I don't know if you guys saw my video I dropped on yesterday on the Benjamin Bulldog. Now, we talked a little bit about this last week. And Angie, I don't know if you've seen this video yet but um, this gun impressed ever living Dickens out of me and I figured that uh, we may have some questions or comments surrounding this air gun because it was uh, it was better way way better than I expected. So my experience with the original bulldog, was 357 about 150 to 180 foot pounds give or take granted people are doing a bunch of mods to it i'm talking about what you're getting out of the box right so i pull it out of the box i shoot it this is what i get that's how i do my stuff you know i don't tinker with things to make them better than factory because then it's not a true review of what comes out of the box right so this gun just out of the box uh just was impressive um all right, Heath. That's cool. Uh, Heath said his boss took a deer with the ace air, air, air saber. That's pretty awesome. Um, but this gun, I was not expecting it to be pushing the power it was. We're we're getting over four hundred foot pounds with the first shot, and like just under like two ninety eight, or excuse me, three ninety eight foot pounds with the second shot, with an extreme spread of of less than twenty from shot one to shot two. And accuracy was just bang on, as you guys can see, even right there on the table. Um, really, really, really impressive. Um, uh, okay, so Ergens Vidaho on the real quick on the one seven seven shooter. I am working with Evanex to get me an IBEX one seven seven. For whatever reason, they had an issue with the barrel, and they could not ship. Ship the ibex and 177 so i don't have that right now yes i am looking to do something with a 177 and i may need to get like a sniper 177 or something that is you know ridiculously i mean the gun is like built for 35 and up but i'm shooting a 177 out of it so i may i've got to place an order with MX here shortly so I probably will get a 177-something, and it may be like a sniper, um, and then we can just try a bunch of different slugs in it. Obviously, the I have the JSB slugs, and I just heard from a little birdie today um, named Joe that I got some other slugs coming in the mail. They left today, so I'm pretty excited about that. So um that will probably go well with one of the new guns i'm going to be shooting so that's going to be pretty awesome i do have the hades 35s in too that's off topic uh and i'm going to be shooting those um hopefully this week uh was going to shoot them in the ibex um let me switch screens here um the ibex flex that arrogant pro Shop's going to be carrying that's got the 22 up through 50 cal we do have some information going to be dropping soon on pricing because we're going to have the full kit that'll take a somebody can for for one cost get a gun that will come with everything they go from 22 to 25 to 30 to 35 to 45 excuse me and 50 all in one kit uh and we'll be offering that here probably in the next couple of weeks we'll be taking pre-orders on that product um, i've been shooting it in 22 um, and it is so much fun. Um, I mean, it is really fun. And I have Friday. I'm scheduled to film, and I'm going to see how see how much I can get filmed on Friday. Um, but we'll be filming the IBEX 2022 20, for sure, uh, and then we'll start working our way, excuse me, through the other calibers. We've got the IBEX 35, and I was going to shoot the new Hades, and I may still just to see if they'll group, um, but the pellets. Uh, Were shooting so fast, uh, they were close to breaking the sound barrier, uh, and I I, they just weren't stable. Now slugs, I was shooting 212 grain slugs, getting around 300 foot pounds in the 35, so uh, very impressive with the IBEX, um, the IBEX line. So that actually that rifle, I'll be just proving that out, making sure it's doing what it needs to do, and then I'll be sending that off to Angie because I think she's got some pigs and coyotes lined up that are going to be in the sights of her IBEX 35 or 357 when I get it out to her. Um, but anyway, so as your question on the 177 long-range shooter, I'm working on it. I don't have anything yet. And I do have other things, too, in the works. Um, been busy a couple weeks, had Squirrel got back, had some things going on. Um, and now I've got a little span of time before we are going to hit it hard for – Ergon um, Expo coming up here that uh, I've gotta try and get some a bunch of filming done so that we're ahead of the game when that happens. so um, let's see here. <clears throat> um, I've been saying slug ro- slugs rock. yeah, you know I'm having to maybe um, eat some of my words. I wasn't much of a slug fan um, for the longest time. But as I'm finding slugs that work in my regular air guns without having to do slug liners and change barrels and all that other stuff, I'm definitely seeing the value. Um, Like the new H&N slugs that I was shooting, gosh, they're shooting really, really well in a lot of different guns. If we transition back just for a minute, um, back over to the the 25 cal Origin, I'll have a video coming out of that here shortly, Um, that – that gun is is surprisingly good you're talking three mags four if you want to stretch it a little bit but not great on the fourth mag but three mags um pushing 50 plus foot pounds 55 foot pounds dime groups to quarter groups at 50 yards um and really what I found um to be the most consistent at least at 50 yards so far Hades, 25 cal Hades, just shoot really well. Very similar point of impact from the, very, from the very first shot to the very last shot. And the group sizes are all equal from mag to mag. So the Hades seem to be doing really, really well and very consistent, at least in the Origin that I have. just super impressed with it. Um, and if you want to make it quiet, I believe Angie's got a video coming up soon, which is going to demo the Origin using Uh, the Donnie FL adapter, you can get a pyramid air and then the zero DB moderator. So, um, they actually work together. So that's going to be kind of cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing her video on that. Um, Mm -hmm. so Timmy, if you've got the bulldog and three, five, seven, um, everything, I hope you like it. Um, I, I liked the three, five, seven. I thought for hunting the bigger game that I wanted to hunt, I thought the 35 was a little underpowered personally. Um, but now with the 45 pushing 400 foot pounds, there is. I mean, the gun, I don't know if you have looked at it, but if you take a look at like a Texan, this this was just the stock regular Texan, it's 48, 46, 40 plus inches long. It is 48 inches long. That's a long gun. The Bulldog, the 45, uh, 457, and this is only because it has a little. Um, threaded uh, end cap so that you can put a moderator on if you want it's 30 it's just just a fraction over 36 inches so we're talking about 400 foot pounds and 36 inches uh with three shots on tap really two really good shots with a third in reserve um with consistent accuracy uh, very good uh, consistency from shot to shot you don't have a massive drop from each shot uh just really really solid performing gun so I mean that is, I'm trying to think of what what would need more than 400 foot pounds um, in a given environment. Obviously, I don't even know if it's legal to hunt elk and stuff, but um, the um, but I, I mean decent sized hog. I mean, a hog, Angie took that big hog here recently, and she was using the hammer, which is a phenomenally good shooting gun for that. Um, but I bet you the bulldog would have been as effective. Um, but the hammer's got a good profile too. I mean, it's not super long. It's a ton of power and a very, very compact um, form factor. Very easy to work and shoot, and so that's that's a that's another really good gun too. I mean, they're they're right right there. It depends on what kind of form factor you're looking for. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, Heath, Heath is saying that his boss his boss hunts with the hammer as well. Um, The hammer is a great gun. If you like traditional sort of styling in the sense of not a bullpup, um, the hammer generating 600 plus foot pounds, I'm doing an article. In fact, I just finished an article that I wrote for Umarex on the hammer. And with the 320s, I'm getting almost 650 foot pounds with the first shot. Um, And that is just a lot of power. And that is just slamming. impressive so that's that that's 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 a lot i mean it's I've, i'm trying to think of what you need more um but that is that is pretty slamming um and that gun has been it been a lot of fun to shoot for sure and i know angie has as she's saying down here in the chat it's easy to use um that is so nice because you just had it's easy to cock easy to run just super super really fun gun so if we circle back around a little bit here to the Umrex part of the show, and Umrex today, really their whole thing um, is about arrogant hunting. They, they're trying to get out there and give you guys the tools to hunt everything from small game to predators to um, big game, and that's big game with arrows or big games with, with slugs. They've got and their new Primal 20, I can't wait to get my hands on one of those. It's a 20 gauge shotgun. It's designed to be a slug gun, 20 inch barrel. They're doing 450 foot pounds. You know, you're talking about they have really focused in on the hunting market and giving you guys the tools to be super effective and go have a lot of fun with it. And one of the things that is, I guess, if I'm going to be super objective, the uh, ready air compressor is effective. It's a good compressor that is uh, affordable and I love the fact that it's user-serviceable. It does have some, you know, some things, some weak points in that it's slow and it's also very loud, and and it does wear out sometimes quickly if you're just driving it real hard. But on the other side of that, it's user-serviceable, so you can buy the rebuild kit and rebuild it. So I don't know. To me, I think that if you need a, a solid fill solution um, and you are – okay to take things apart, tinker, put it back together but it's not complicated at all. It's very, very easy to do it. Um, then that's a great option. but now you've got from the uh, you've got from the uh, the compressor side so you have your air. they've given you something to fill with. they've given you a ton of options to shoot with. So even if you were to go with a uh, heath, um, just so you know behind me, I actually have a 30cal, Gauntlet 2, that's gonna be one of the things I hope to shoot this week. Um, So yes, I actually have one here in the studio right now and I'll be shooting that, my first range time video, I hope to be out, I hope to have out in the next week or so. So that is going to be uh, very, very cool. Yeah. Um, So uh, Derek and Angie's right. Yeah, I call it the red zone on the hammer. Right, um, and I, I don't know if you guys have seen my videos on it, but I talk about it every single time. Right, so the 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 hammer fires from the magazine, so the bullets stay in the magazine, and the air is pushed through the magazine and the, pushes the bullets into the breech or into the barrel and out. So just like a revolver um, has a seam, and if you were to grab a revolver by the <laughs> cylinder, you you tear yourself up. you, you never would do that. Well, the hammer has air coming out the front and well probably the front and back of the magazine because there's a little teeny fraction of a the seam there. It's a tiny gap. So air's going to come out. And if you have something in the way, you're going to you're going to know it. So you want to keep your hands away from that area. So um that's just something that is a a nature of that particular gun. Keep your hands away from that and you're going to have it's it's fine. It's you're going to have a good time with it. Um, let's see. <sighs> um, so ryan has got a question. Looking for a good air gun shop near Central Texas, Fort Worth. Uh, there is a air gun company that I've been talking to. Um, don't have their information right handy. That is right in your neck of the woods. I think they have the show, a showroom and everything. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, if I don't find it, maybe if you reach out to me over the website, Rodney, because I do have somebody. I just don't have the information handy. I don't want to go digging for it right now in the middle of the show. But there was somebody that was looking to advertise on Heatwood Guns that has something there. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Um, more hunting stuff, Umarex. Um, let's look at what they have from start to finish, really. So, um when we're talking about this small game hunting for somebody that needs to start with just something uh and has nothing um i still go back to the umrex origin as probably my favorite recommendation for a, a somebody who's brand new um that doesn't have anything that wants to have a pcp hunting rifle and you know have decent power and decent accuracy and um, I think the Origin is great. You can get it with the hand pump. It's not hard to hand pump, and you can always transition out to a small personal compressor, and then you're sort of off the races from that point. But the Umrich Umer, Origin in 22 caliber is not very expensive, and it's a great, great fit. You go up from there, and you have the 25. Now I don't know if they're offering the hand pump on the 25 or not. So forgive me for not knowing that. Um, Ivan, I'll get to your question here in a minute. Um, the 25 cal Origin, uh, we shot that back. When did we shoot that first? Might have been Airgun Week, first of the year. Um, yeah, it was because I've, I've had it sitting around for a while. I couldn't tell anybody. Um, the 25 cal Origin is pushing 55 foot pounds. So you're talking a legitimate uh energy level higher than most like the marauders come out of the gate at around mid 40s even the benjamin gunner i've been shooting regularly or recently is about 42. so we're looking at 50 55 to 56 foot pounds with the origin and you're getting three mags and a pretty good shot curve because it's got the it's got the gas ram booster in it um that gun is is absolutely awesome and i don't know what it's running but it's not very expensive um, and then you go up from there and you have the um, the gauntlets where the gauntlets are going to do more power, more shots, a little bit, uh, the gauntlet too, I'm thinking, um, a little bit nicer build, I guess. It's different. I mean, it's it's all PCP. There's no booster or gas ram booster or anything like that in it. But it's the 22 cal with the big bottle it has got a good amount of power, 100 shots on the reg, give or, give or take a couple. Um, and the 25 is the same deal. It's pushing tons of power, 100 shots on the reg. Um, again, give or take a couple. Um, and those are absolutely uh, like the 22, great small game gun. The 25, you, um, we would have no problem sighting in on a coyote and taking that with a 25 gauntlet. Absolutely no issue. And now they've come out with a 30 cal gauntlet, which I cannot wait to see how that performs because if they stay true to, and maybe they haven't. Let me just look and see if they've got specs on that. Maybe I don't have to guess. Maybe they've actually got it here. Um, let's see if they've got a banner with a drop page here for us, a landing page. I do not see a landing page. Okay. So let's just go go to, um, Uh I saw it they had it up here, they had the thirty cal up before. I saw it up here. Um this is twenty-five. Oh, they have it, no picture. Let's see. Just oh here it is. Um let me flip over. Okay, I don't know I don't know if they have power up here, so let's just take a look. But this gun um so a thirty cal um the thirty cal gauntlet. If it's true to form to what the other guns were doing, it's gonna push some power. Let me see if they have some specs here. Do they have any? Well, really, it's not telling us much. A thousand feet per second doesn't mean anything. Um unless we know. Well, let's see here. Um okay, so here we have some foot pounds. All right. So if we can do, and this is I thought this was gonna be the case. So we're looking here. If we're gonna get a hundred, say a hundred foot pounds out of this gun, um, that's gonna be stinking awesome. So, and if we get twenty-five shots, so that's if you got a seven-shot mag, let's say three mags, and you top off, you so say you stay certainly stay within the reg. Um, I cannot wait to get this thing out in the field. So, that is that is absolutely gonna be awesome. Let me jump back to a question here that somebody had. Um, let's see. It was... Um, oh, Heath, yeah, Nighttime EBR, EBR we're going to do that. Ivan's um, asking, do you think we will have government interference with all of the new, these new guns and power they can produce? Um, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, let me just say this, that the the... Powers to that be already know that everything we have, they already know it all exists. So there's nothing like, oh my gosh, we just found that these air guns can do this. Now they are fully aware uh, of all of that we have and what it can do. They're fully aware of air gun suppressors. They're fully aware of the Zeus that can do crazy foot pounds. This is, this is not new to them. What's, what's in, I think what is a buffer for air gunners versus say firearms. Um, if you wanted, and I pray nobody does this, and you, I mean, it would be great if nobody did this anymore because it's sad to see every time it happens. And I, I and forget about gun laws and regu- regu- regulation, all that stuff, it's not where I'm coming from. I don't like to see the unnecessary loss of life. That's a, It just stinks when that happens. Um, a firearm, it's much easier to take a firearm and go do something really evil with it. Uh, You can get one if you really want to. You can get high-capacity magazines. You're firing bullets that are their own little charges. You you don't need a lot of money or a lot of expertise to create a ton of havoc, and it's, it's horrific when it happens, and I wish to God it didn't happen. Um, not because I'm concerned about gun laws changing, but I'm con- I hate the loss of life and all of those people that won't go home to their parents and won't go home to their children, um, that's awful. And that to me, that's the focus. I can't stand to see that. It's horrible to, to, to when that happens every single time. With an air gun, it's completely different. The barrier to entry with an air gun, is so much higher see <laughs> the guns more the guns expensive um, the ammo's cheap but you got I got to fill the gun and then it's out of gas so there is a much higher barrier to entry when it comes to an air gun and and government regulation than it is with a firearm now does that mean that we won't see it no I mean we're already seeing states like Illinois that consider most air guns firearms and to buy one you got to go through the process of uh, you know like you would a firearm. So the idea that um there's already government intervention or involvement in the sale and ownership and use of air guns that already exists. Um but I, th- I th- the barrier to entry with air guns is so much higher than it is uh with firearms that it it's 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 a harder I don't want to encourage people to try it at all uh, but to go do something really evil with them takes a lot more energy a lot more thought a lot more money um and you know i think that's a bit of our saving grace somewhat in the air gun industry i hope that makes sense and maybe i'm all wrong but that's just my two cents there um so uh you know there's some folks talking I've seen, i saw a comment about the origin shooting great but it has reliability issues um yeah, it's interesting. Some people have had problems. I know that Daniel really certainly had an issue with his on multiple, and I don't know what that is. Um, all of mine have shot great. I have 22 and 25 um, and I shoot them every time I go to pick them up and use them. They're all shooting fine. So it is an oddity. I will say that I think the more you shoot them, the better off they are. And I don't think that was Daniel's problem. I think he likes to shoot almost every day. Um But I I think the gas ram, if you leave it sit and it doesn't get exercised, may take a few recharges sort of for it to kind of work right again. So I don't know if that's the case or not, but um, that may be my only observation. But all of the origins I've had, have always shot really, really well. So I'm sorry that some people are having some issues with them, but I've had nothing but good luck with mine. So Um, Heath wants the TX200 in a tactical stock. Uh, You know. Air Arms is slow to do such things, Heath. <laughs> you, you and I both know that, but it would be a cool uh would be a cool adaptation of that Springer to see that. Um Rodney, you're very you're very welcome. Uh we're pleased and we're we're happy to do it. Both Angie and I are are uh um we're we're pleased to get up here and do this kind of stuff. Um let's see. Um let's see. okay so the avenger you know it's interesting the the discussion between the avenger and the origin because it's a pretty heated discussion you know which one's better which one's this one and truth is they're both great um I see the origin as being um i think we i see the origin as being a great first air gun I see the avenger being a good uh air gun maybe a second or third air gun and i'll tell you why The Avenger, you can tinker with it. And that's a great appeal. Um, I think it's more of an appeal in theory than an appeal in practice. Because once I've locked my gun into what I need it to do, I I never change the thing. Um, And I found both the Origins and the Gauntlets to be pretty much what I need them to do out of the box. So I think they've sort of dialed in on what the average air gunner is going to look for. And they've sort of set the guns to just do it instead of me needing to change anything. But that's just me. So. Maybe you guys are completely different. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, I kind of see the Avenger as more of a target gun and even some light, you know, entry-level bench because it can be dialed in really, really well. And I see, like, the origin of the gauntlets as being more um, the hunting rifles. I don't see them as bench guns. I see them as high shot count, high power. You know, they're designed to go out and just slam things uh and for they have kind of different different uses so if you're more of a target shooter and you want the option to tinker then the avengers great um you're gonna need a way to really be able to fill it and that's the same way with the gauntlets too i mean that's i'm not pumping a 22 uh inch bottle or however long that bottle is i'm not pumping it up to 4500 psi by hand forget that nonsense. Um I'm going to use a compressor. <laughs> if I have a compressor, then I'm gonna, you know, I have that opens up a ton of more options for me. But anyway, on the um on that sort of discussion, I, I I like I like the origin, I like the Avenger, and I like the Gauntlet. I think they each have a particular lane they do best in. Doesn't mean they don't cross lanes once in a while. They couldn't be used for different things. But to me, I see that they have very distinct lanes, and if you're looking for something in a particular lane, um, Mm -hmm. then there's there's probably something that's going to fit you really, really well. So, um, Heath, I will, I will, I will reach out to Claire, and I'll ask her if she can make a tactical. TX200 stock, and I don't know what you mean by tactical, they could take a TX stock and put a soft touch on it, make it black and call it tactical, or are you looking for like a pistol grip type of a stock, um, you, you need to be more specific, maybe email me or something and draw one out and I'll share it with Claire and see if it's something they could do, um, but uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see something in a in a TX200, I can actually see it on my head, a, a composite Pistol grip with an AR stock, maybe an AR folding stock and a TX-200. That would be kind of pretty wild, I think. But you never know. You never know what they might do with enough people asking for it. Um, let's see. Uh, right, it's good to hear that you guys have had such success with the uh, with the 25. That's awesome. That's very, very cool. That's very cool. Um, Let's see. Other questions here. Uh, Gauntlets are available. Uh, Lobo Pro Predator Control. Um, I don't know if you're looking for Gauntlet 1 or Gauntlet 2, but they're available. In fact, I'm getting ready to put in an order for Aragon Pro Shop, primarily for the 25 cal Origin and 25 cal Gauntlet 2s. Um, 30s aren't available yet, but I'm looking to have those available in the pro shop here in the next couple weeks or so, uh, and probably going to get a couple Walther ranges just because I got mine out and shot it the other day, and re- remembered how much I like that gun. And yes, it's not regulated, and I get and all that stuff, but I still like the gun. It shoots great, and um, it's a German high quality PCP that that I'm I'm very impressed with. So I'll probably have a couple of those in the shop too. The other thing, uh, if you guys are interested in a really solid um, a solid performing gun is the new, the inventory Bullpup, the Avenger Bullpup. That gun I was shooting that this this week, this last week again, and man, that's a really nice shooting gun. Not very expensive, tunable, out of the box. We're getting crazy good shot count in 22. So you know, there's so many cool guns right now that you could just sort of step into in the under $500 mark, way under $500 for a lot of them, and and really have just really have a, a great air gun to shoot. Um uh, the JTS in stock data talked to Travis today, just so you guys know. I didn't see it hit through here, so I will jump in here. <laughs> um, it, everything's hung up in shipping. Uh, so you're looking at – I mean, Travis and I were talking today, and don't quote me. I hope to God they get them sooner, but maybe June. Um, and it's just it's just a matter of shipping delays, you know, ships sitting out in the ocean I think even getting air freight stuff in right now is, is getting very, very tough to do. So, um, yeah, we're we're in, a, we're in a pickle trying to get inventory uh, right at the moment. So please be patient. The JTS stuff is, there's all kinds of little fixes that, that Travis learned from sending out the samples um, that have been implemented at the manufacturing. So what we get is going to be far better than um, what we were actually testing. So that's very, very cool. Um um I'm, I was thinking about that left-handed trigger finger um on getting a uh an inventory um Avenger bullpup in 177 something that I could have some adjustability with and I and and I actually had I actually had a gun that I thought was going to be like the legit awesome 177 slug gun and it turned out to not it just did not work out. Um, That one's going back to the manufacturer because I think something's wrong with it. Um, uh, Daniel, regulator creep. Uh, You know, I haven't experienced it Um, and when you say creep, are you talking about 100 PSI here, 100 PSI there? Are we talking like 500 PSI? Um, You are dealing, when you are dealing with the Avenger Reg, and, and maybe Tyler from Pyramid Air is going to come up here and slap me, but you're dealing with something that's built to a price point. The regulator in that is built to a price point. Um, it's not going to be the same as the regulator maybe in the Air Arms or an FX or a Day State, etc. Um, it may not be the same as the day, the regulator in the Brocock for example. So um, is it is it going to be as precise as some of the higher-end stuff? Probably not. And you may have to deal with a little variance here and there, um, but uh, I don't know. I, I haven't, I haven't like paid close attention to um, reg creep, quote unquote. Um, I've noticed that sometimes it's. Let's say I, I have my reg set for two for two thousand psi. Um, it may be a little over two. It may be a little under two. Um, I haven't. I haven't paid real close attention to it. It has not impacted my shooting. So maybe I need to be more critical of that or more observant. I don't know, but I just, personally, I haven't seen wide swings. Now, if you're talking 500 PSI swings or something, obviously that may be a defective regulator or regulators do wear out. You may need to rebuild the reg or you may have to get it replaced, um, but a regulator is a consumable component. It, it wears out. It doesn't last forever. So the more you work it, you may have to actually get it rebuilt and replace it. So that's one of the things. You know, Angie's working on the JTS standard, and she's learning, you know, where that shot, where that, that optimal pressure curve is so that you get the flattest possible shot curve. And Angie actually, uh, after the show, give me a quick call because – Uh, I talked to Travis today and we talked about um, something that I think might help even flatten your curve. You're getting even more so. So I want to share that with you. Um, But there's something to be said with a well-tuned, unregulated gun that you don't have that layer of complexity in there that can give you a fit. You get sort of used to having something setting, doing all the work. uh, And then if that has a problem, you have no idea how to actually uh, operate without it so an unregulated gun can be a really good good option as long as you know where the pressure curve is and you know uh you know how many shots you're going to get before you need to top off because you know i think if you like with the, the jts talking to travis you get about 30 shots in a pretty decent curve and we're talking about a spread between 35 and 45 feet per second and it's going to do like this and it really shouldn't impact your point of impact at 50 yards. Uh, from from that perspective, um, it may be at 75 and 100, but it's it's a very inexpensive 50 yard air gun is what that's designed to be, um, and I think it's going to do that very very well. Um, but you got to learn where that shot curve is. But if you have a rag um, that fails on you or is wearing out on you and it's not consistent, then boy, you're going to have a hard time you know, keeping your accuracy straight. So um, Let's see here, uh, Daniel. If you're talking about 100 to 200 psi overnight, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do you have it set to? Have you, have you cranked it? Are you at the any extreme end of the reg? or are you like sort of in the middle? Um, so I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. I have not seen. I have not seen that in my guns. Of course, I'm not pushing the reg to the extreme in any capacity. So. I'm not at the end of it. I'm not at the top of it. I'm sort of in the middle. So I'm curious. Um, <clears throat> uh, Angie's asking me, Rick, you don't generally like bull pups. What are your thoughts comparing it to others? Uh, if you could be a little more specific on that, I'm not quite sure I understand the question, Angie, but I will be pleased to. Um, let's see. Heath, uh, Heath's got a good point. The reg and the, the ninja reg and the gauntlet is rock steady. Yes, it's a good reg for sure. Um, Port Royal. Here's a good question: How much more power would I get changing a spring-powered gun to a piston-powered gun? Maybe none. Absolutely none. Depends on the pressure. Remember that the power you're getting out of a springer is based more on volume. Then the velocity of the spring. Now, obviously the velocity of the spring is important, but if the spring, the velocity of the piston from the spring is gonna be the same as the velocity of the piston from the gas ram, you will get zero increase in power. Um, you need to dramatically increase the speed by which you can get that volume um, to push the pellet and have it be fully executed before the pellet goes out the barrel. So if, if it's slower, then it's, it's not going to help you. So the quicker, which is usually what a more powerful gas ram will do or a more powerful spring will do, but changing between the two may not give you anything because it's the volume of the compression chamber that's really going to be um, what determines how much power you're going to get uh, out of the gun. Um, let's see. Um, <clears throat> uh, Daniel, uh, are you talking about like if you just fill it or something? Because... Normally, if you just fill it, I, I generally burn a couple shots just to get everything to settle out anyway. Um, uh, uh, Daniel, I'll, I'll tell you this. It sounds like you're, you're chasing your tail a little bit. Um, it sounds like you're actually finding yourself being critical to a point where you're causing yourself um, headache <laughs> uh, unnecessarily. So, for example, if you know that if I pop off a couple rounds before I shoot, I'm going to be where I need to be, then I just do that. Don't worry about it. Um, But it it can be very easy to try and get so hyper focused on some little thing that you sort of miss the force for the trees. But you are dealing with a fairly affordable air gun that is um, built to a price point. So if if I had, let's just say this, if I had my Red Wolf. And it wasn't maintaining proper velocity and pressure, I would be very concerned and wanting to get it checked out because it was, you know, a twenty-eight hundred dollar gun or twenty-five hundred dollar gun, whatever it is. Um, I expect a lot more from that. If I've got a, take the Dar for example, the Dar is a three hundred dollar regulated gun. It shoots very very well. It does it have some variances? Is it super precise? No, I don't. I don't go chase that because I think it's operating well with higher uh, at a higher performance level than its price point uh than it costs so i'm pleased with it i think the avenger is the same way i think it 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 hits above its price range it it, between the performance and accuracy you get out of that gun it delivers more uh value than than it costs i think it's it's a very good value i guess is my point but try not to get so rigidly focused on every little thing like that because you're going to you'll drive yourself crazy you really will um and if you know if you take a couple shots it sorts out then just do that and don't worry about it um let's see let's see here uh logo pro Yes, um, if you're looking for the gauntlet, the 30 cal uh, would be probably ideal for you. Um, the 30 cal would be uh, an ideal option for you, Angie. If you're talking about the Avenger Bullpup and the Avenger rifle, um, there there's there were some changes between the two functionally, and I don't know what they've done inside those to make them different, but the Avenger Bullpup seems to shoot better for me than the rifle, and that is a very odd thing for me to say um, because I'm not a Bullpup fan, but I find the Avenger Bullpup very comfortable. The trigger is phenomenally good. The way they've balanced the rag and the pressure and everything to get the incredible shot count they're getting out of it, um, the Bullpup is awesome. I'd like to try it 177 and 22 to see how it does uh, comparatively, but it's a. Uh, I pre- actually, and this is going to be, uh, this is going to be hard for me to say it, but I think I actually prefer the Avenger Bullpup to either the wood or the synthetic, um, and that is saying something for me to say that. Let's see. Uh, Timmy, if you got a gas ram to give you that kind of increase, and you had one weak spring in your gun. But hey, if you got it done, that's great. Um, let's see. Okay, what do we got here? Any other questions? We're about to run out of time. It's been a long night. We're already at. Uh, let's see. Gosh, we've had we got about five minutes to go here. Yeah, Paul and the Bullpup, the Avenger. Yeah, they, they. I'm with you. You know what they did, and it's what a lot of people do is what Evanex did with the first maximels and everything. They just take the whole gun and just slide it back and create a linkage that you puts your cocking handle way back here. I'm not a fan of that either, but I live with it and it's. Uh, I'll work around it. It's fine. I get used to it. Uh, Rodney's good question. Chat question here. What's the best? budget moderator for the avenger um if you're looking for a budget moderator um i would say uh, tf rogue airsoft now this we're talking about high powered air rifles we're shooting lead um so not airsoft bro so we're shooting everything from uh 177 lead all the way up to 20 uh, gauge slugs now this is what we're talking about tonight so yeah we're talking about a uh um, we're talking about lead slingers. Um, okay, so let's look at the question on the moderator. Um, obviously, Donnie Fell makes a good mod. Zero dB makes a good mod. Um, on a budget side, uh, I would check out TKO22. I bet you he's got something that's probably pretty affordable that, that'll do that for you. So it's TKO22.com uh, and also look up Neil Clegg. I think Angie's may, Angie may have his information. I think he's got some stuff too that's the, the TKO twenty two and Neil Craig are going to be more boutique, custom built stuff, where the Zero DB and Donnie FL are more commercially sort of off the shelf stuff. I might be wrong, but I think that that's going to be it. And we have a new, um, a new advertiser on the GTA that does mod that does moderators. I don't know if they have anything that'll that'll suppress uh, an Avenger yet, but I, something that and those are going to be super affordable, like ridiculously cheap. So. Um, we're going to be talking with them. Mostly they, they focus on CO2 stuff. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, anybody that can help him out, please do. Uh, but um, those are just some options to take a look at. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> oh, let's see. Any other Any other questions we need to do here? Yeah, yeah. That okay. That that's a pretty weak, uh, weak spring. Trying to put a gas rim in that would be pretty significant. Um, What's the best bang for the buck? uh, What's the best bang for buck for thirty caliber side lever action? Um, Let me think here. Let me put thinking cap on for a minute. Um, Oh. But what comes to mind that I've personally shot uh, is like the Evan X Maxim L would be really good. Um, it's a bullpup, thirty cal, side lever. That's a nice gun for sure. Um, it's not budget though, um, and I guess you could look at any of the the Day States or Brocox and thirty would be in the same price ish point thousand dollars. You're also looking at I mean, you can get some entry-level FX for that price, too. Um, um, I mean, those are just ones that I'm familiar with uh, that I personally put my hands on, so I can't really speak to things I haven't shot. Uh, so I don't know if that's that's helpful or not. I'm trying to think of whatever the 30 cals I've shot that would be budget. Um, I know the gauntlet It's not side lever, it's bolt, um, and if that's a deal-breaker for you, then... Obviously, that's a thing, but I think the 30-cal gauntlet is going to be pretty awesome if Ervin Turin does a 30-cal Avenger, which I can only imagine they're working on, I don't know for sure, but a 30-cal Avenger would probably be your, your ticket, but it doesn't exist yet. So hopefully that's useful. Um. <laughs> um uh, Ivan's asking how much um for a... Uh, for what, uh, Ivan? If you're talking about a um, like the the Maxim L or something, I I'd have to look at my website. I don't really know. It's around it's around a grand, give or take a little bit. So, so, um, I think the Gauntlet. If you could go with a side bolt, I think the Gauntlet 30 cal is going to be a real winner this year. I can't wait to to see him hit the store shelves. So. Um, Guys, this could be it. We're at 7.30. We've burned an hour. Um, I hope everybody's had a good night and had a good time up here talking stuff. Remember, check out some of the stuff that NumRek's got going on. They've got this whole year for them is all about hunting, um, and they've got everything from the Origin with a hand pump, without a hand pump, the 25. uh, They've got the Gauntlets in uh, 22, 25, and 30. I don't know if they're doing 177 anymore. Um, I don't know. I can look at the website and find out. I guess uh, the air, the new arrow guns, all that stuff is super awesome, and I can't wait to get out and do some shooting. And I can't wait to see Angie. Can't wait to see Angie take a big hog with the uh, air saber elite. I'm looking forward to that. So Angie, you gotta gotta figure out how to get in close and be able to take yourself a pig at 35 to 35 yards or so. So uh, be working on that, and I'll be uh, be looking to. Uh, Catch that video. Uh last couple things, we've got some new videos coming out, the wrapping up Squirrel Master that went away. Um, and I guess that's about it. You know, if you haven't subscribed to the new uh, YouTube channel for Gateway Air Guns, please do the links in the video description because all of Angie's grip reviews, you guys like watching Angie, most of most of all of her stuff is going out there on the GTA. So definitely um subscribe so you don't miss anything. I'm gonna have some videos going out there too. I've got the new that Brocock. Ranger XR. I've got some interesting information about that that I've learned that you're going to have to catch on my next video, but uh, I learned some stuff, and I like that gun even more, more now than I did before. So, all right, we're going to wrap it up. That's it, guys. Um, thanks for coming up. If you want to reach me, you can go to my website, which is ergonweb.com and just e- email me over that, and I'll be pleased to to chat with you via email. So that's it tonight, guys. Have a great evening, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. mm mm-hmm.